Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fantasy Dating Radio. I'm Suzanne Casamento, author of Dare to Date and the creator of FantasyDatingGame.com. I'm here with my amazing co-host, Ryan Truax. Ryan. Here we are again. We're back. We're back. We are back. We're back. Little hiatus. Little hiatus. We're rested up. But now we've returned. <laughs> We're, now we've returned. I have to apologize ahead of time. I've been fighting a little bit of a cold, chest cold, chest something. I don't know. I think I have the black lung pop. It's <laughs> really what it comes down to. That's hot. So if at any point tonight, while we're on the radio talking to our millions of followers across the world, and I start coughing incessantly, I just want to uh, like pre-apologize for my hacking. That's really, really sweet. What I, yeah. Really. I'm going to do my best not to do it all over the microphone, Suzanne, just mostly for your benefit. Okay. I appreciate that. So we got that going for us. I'm really feeling great about this show right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> on that, Excuse me. On, <clears throat> on that note, we've made some, um, well, I've made some changes. Oh, man. Mm. Suzanne's in the game. I'm in the game. Jumping in. I'm back. Tell us about it, Suzanne. <clears throat> well, I decided that it was time to get back in the dating game. And uh, so I, I've i decided to use every tool I possibly can. I like that. And started by joining Bumble on Saturday. Don't have any idea what that is, but I'm happy to talk about it with you today. Okay, fantastic. Bumble is a dating app, yep. which is a lot like Tinder. You swipe, you swipe left and you swipe right. So if you don't, if you're not interested in someone, you swipe left. If you're interested in someone, you swipe right. Uh, but what on makes, your phone. So on you your get phone. A, so you get a picture of this person. You get a picture and a short description. And then you can either swipe them one way or the other way, depending on if you're like, yeah, I'm into it, or no, I'm not. Exactly. So first impression, just solidly on the picture and short description. Short description. Swipe left, swipe right. Yep. Swipe left, swipe right. Swipe okay. right. And okay. wh- what's different that what's different than Tinder is that the woman then it's up to the so let's say I match with a guy, then it's up to me to send a message. So the guy can't message me, I can message him. So it does kind of eliminate the possibility of those dick pics we've talked about a lot. Sure. Or at least flipping gender roles on their head a little bit, though, too. A little bit. Right? I know. Like, usually, generally speaking, on the man to sort of make the first connect or ask for the phone number or do the whatever. Yep. If I meet you in a bar, most of the time you're not going to be like, hey, by the way, here's my number. Exactly. So this is sort of the opposite of that. But it eliminates, like, the creepy weirdo. Right. Aspect of the internet, basically. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it eliminates it, but it definitely cuts down on it because I'm, you know, I'm. You might still be attracted to a creepy weirdo. Well, I usually am. Right. Fair. (laughs) So we can't, we cannot totally take away the aspect of your bad judgment. No. Suzanne. We can't. But. No. 
Right. Right. But if there's a guy that's sitting around with like 37 doll heads in his basement who also <laughs> happens to be on Twitter, he's not going to be able to get a hold of you. You would have to contact him first. Right. Fair. And not necessarily going to have to get a hold, yeah, be able to get a hold of me. Although, well, let's hope not. Fascinatingly enough, so listen to this. Yeah. So, so a guy I connected with over the weekend. So this is interesting for many reasons. So he 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 showed up in my uh, Bumble feed as being in L.A., but he actually lives in um, in Minnesota. And Wait so, a minute. So we can say he lives wherever he wants to say he lives. No, because the GPS. So the G. So it goes by the GPS. And oh. so I know, and it made me think about Tracy Hitz. We like, talked about this before. Yes, with Tracy and how she, when she's in Nashville, she uses Tinder to date in Nashville. Yes. When she's in Memphis, she uses it there, and she does the same thing in Indiana. Kind of makes so. me feel like that George Clooney movie a little bit, though, right? Like uh, the one where they fly around and up then in he, the air. Yeah, no, and then he fly, yeah, yeah, what was it? I don't know. I don't know. But you know what I'm talking about, where he's like dating the chick, and then all of a sudden he re- and he's like, oh, yeah. I've never been like into, and then he realizes like, oh shit, I'm actually she has a whole family. Right. But I'm sure that's not what this... Anyway, so Minnesota guy. It could be. You never know. So, But Minnesota guy is like totally nice and we've been chatting, you know, back and forth, Mm -hmm. but he's in Minnesota. And so then he's like, well, you know, I'd really like to talk on the phone. Does he actually... So he actually lives in Minnesota. Actually lives in Minnesota. He's thinking about moving. But he bumbled you on... In L.A. Because he was here for the weekend. Right. He used to live here. He's thinking about maybe moving back here. What part of Minnesota does he live in, do you know? Right outside of St. Paul. Like St. Peter? St. <laughs> Mary? I have no idea. I just wonder because <laughs> I have relatives in St. Peter. They have a pig farm. Ooh! Oh, yeah. my God. This is amazing. Maybe they could stalk him and find yeah. out if he's a weirdo or a not. Whole bunch or of if Swedes. he has a family and a bunch of pigs. A whole bunch of Swedes out there. A whole bunch of Swedes. Yeah. Lots mm. of Swedes out there. He could be there. Swedish. Yeah, they got pigs, they got well, pigs, they got yeah. crops, there's corn all over the place. It's a whole bunch of, you know, I mean, there's a, it's a big farm. Well, I like pork. My relatives in St. Peter have a huge farm. Well, pigs and corn. Pigs and corn. Yeah, that's what you do. That's corn. what you do in Minnesota. Well, you know, I mean, it 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 doesn't sound all that bad. Yeah. So, uh, so so he wants to talk on the phone. So today I was like. You know, I don't know how I'm feeling about this because it seems kind of pointless if you're living in Minnesota. So mm-hmm. let's say that, you know, this guy and I start talking on the phone all the time. Sure. We're getting along. We're having yep. this awesome banter, fantastic phone calls. Then, boom, I'm in another long-distance relationship, which I don't want. I already know I don't want. Well, but, I mean, he travels to L.A., obviously, right? Does he travel to L.A. regularly? Yeah, I mean, he's going to come back in, like, May or something, but I don't know. I mean, what do you think? Do you think it's stupid to start something when somebody's a million miles away? I don't think that there's any reason not to talk to somebody that's somewhere else. Okay. Like, I don't, I, I don't think that you should preclude yourself from speaking with somebody who maybe lives in a different part of the country. But you also have to – I mean, it just depends on, like, where you're setting your boundaries to begin with. At the end of the day, are you in any way interested in moving to – St. Peter and having a pig farm. No, no, it doesn't matter how much I love pork. Yeah, and if you're not, (laughs) then, you know, then yeah, maybe there's not really a point. But if the guy travels for work a lot, and if he's like... He does. If he's he's only... If he's in Minnesota like 10 months out of... You know what Minnesota is? It's cold in the winter. It's cold. There's a lot of snow. I know. There's snow shoveling. There's a lot of that stuff happening. There's a lot of sort of hard labor involved in living in Minnesota. That's why I this is a little ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I mean, the other part of it is, is like, hey man, if you vibe, you vibe. So, 
I don't think that you should preclude yourself from speaking to Minnesota guy. Okay. Until you finally like get to the point where you're like, okay, wait a minute, like is this really a thing? All right. And if it's really a thing, then you go, okay, well, how much does he travel? How much would I travel? What are his possibilities of maybe relocating to the place where I am? Clearly, I'm not going to relocate to Minnesota because it sucks there in the winter. Right. But you know, yeah, you figure it out from there. I don't think you. I don't. I don't think you put like the immediate kibosh on it. All right. So you're saying it's worth a phone call. Yeah, I'd talk. I mean, why not? Okay. Talk to him. Who knows? All right. Let's Maybe that guy's your soulmate, and it just happens to be that he, you know, he could works be. at Gustavus Adolphus. Like it's not his fault. Okay. That that's where he lives. <laughs> okay. It's a college. Gustavus Adolphus is a college. <laughs> I have no Minnesota. idea what you just said. Okay. I'm pretty sure my grandfather went there. I'm not 100% sure, but I think he did. Okay. Um, Good. Anyway. That was my first question for you. I'm yeah. glad we figured that out. All right. I will not mark if him If you just said list. Michigan, I'd have been like, no, F that guy. But since you said Minnesota, I'm like, yeah, okay. No, I'm fine with that. Okay. No, I don't know. Right. <laughs> Only because I have relatives there. Great. And they're very nice people. They're extraordinarily tall. Is he really tall? <laughs> He is. I think he's 6'4". Oh, my God. They're so tall in Minnesota. I don't know why everybody is so tall there. I got the runt gene in my family. It's like a constant It's a constant thorn in my side, Suzanne. I can't even tell you. All of my relatives and my family, like everybody is 6 feet and above. Oh, my God. You're the, hilarious. All of my cousins, like my mom's cousins, they're like 6'8", six, 6'9", six, 6'10". They're all huge. They're massive. I have female cousins that are taller than me by like nine inches. I don't know what to tell you. I got the I got the runt gene in my family. This sounds like a whole other show when it's, we you know bring on some doctor about I don't know height. Um. <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll talk about the runt gene another time. I guess. I guess so. Oh my god. Okay. So beyond that, um, <laughs> one of the guys. So one of the guys I was chatting with on Bumble, I was saying that I needed to wrap up today, and I was coming to do a radio show. And his first question was, "Do you talk about your online experiences on the radio show?" And I was like, "Oh, mm, I mean, don't get all paranoid." Sorta. I know. <laughs> so I just said, I just said, well, you know, actually, this is the first time I've used an online dating app, and. Uh, and I'm going to talk about what I like about Bumble and what I don't, but don't worry, I won't use any names. But, I, you know, I do think it's interesting because the fantasy dating thing in general is definitely a bit of a – a dude has to be – has to have some stones to get past the fantasy dating thing. Sure. Like, for example, on Saturday night, I was at a party, and I – and this guy kept flirting, and we were going back and forth with a lot of banter, and then I went to go walk out the door, and he said, am I never going to see you again? And I was like, no, you'll see me again. And I handed him my card, and he handed me his card, and, you know, I'm handing him a fantasy dating card. I love this interaction, by the way. It's like you were in your own rom-com for a minute on Saturday night. I had no <laughs> idea that you actually, like, were in a romantic comedy. That's amazing. Why? Am I ever going to see you again? And, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, you can. All you have to do is call me. Here's my card. Here's my card. Yeah, no, don't you worry. You should have said. Again. You should have said no. Our parents won't allow it. And then <laughs> it would have been like an. Entirely... And then I drink the poison. Yeah. And then yeah, I'm yeah. dead on the sidewalk. Yeah. Um. No. But you know. But so a guy when when I because I I mean a, a, a lot I'll give a guy a card because mm. it's a lot easier than and it's putting a, a number dating in a card. And it's a fantasy dating card. Sure. And sometimes they'll react and be like, "Fantasy dating? What is that?" You know. And then it's like, "Well, I'm giving." Do it guys ever look at it and go, "Fantasy dating?" Oh my god. Yeah. And think like it's porn. They or think something? it's like a weird like like porny thing a little bit. I, I have no idea no? what they think. 
But that is a good question. They're like, I had no idea that you were a dominatrix, or I don't know what, like whatever it is. Right. Um, no. You're like, no, it's actually like fantasy football. It's actually like fantasy football. Sort of. Sort of. Yep, that's what it is. Which, as soon as you say fantasy football, actually, I think you probably re-engage like 80% of the male population. Usually, right. yes. Definitely. Then they go, oh. Oh, you know. cool. I can get points for this. Yes. What do I have to do? Exactly. But uh, but with that guy on Saturday night, mm-hmm. I, so I walk out the door, and then I put his card in, in my purse, and then in the morning, I pulled out, like, five cards. There was, like, a Michael, a Ben, a Brian, a Tom, a Tim. I don't know which one was him. I don't even know when I got the other cards. And I was like, I am terrible at this. All right, we can let's just backtrack for a second. I know, I know. To evaluate my fumble. Two statements. The first one is that I'm terrible at this, which is actually totally false because clearly if you got seven different business cards, you're actually really good at it. Oh no, 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 but I don't I didn't get them. You're just terrible at remembering. Weekend. I just I mean they they probably I've been probably collecting them over the last six months. Oh, it wasn't all the same night. Oh, oh see, no. are you kidding me? You know how many points that is? The way that you no. said it, you made it sound as though like oh. you got six or seven business cards all in the course of one evening. No, 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 just that one guy. But I can't. I couldn't remember his name. So then I texted my girlfriend who I was with, and I was like, I said, "What was that guy's name?" And she's like, "Steve, hmm. maybe." And I was like, "I don't know. I got a Scott. You think he was Scott? I mean, it was like terrible." It was a good ass name. Solid ass name. I don't know. You didn't talk with him about what it like what he did? His business card didn't clue you into It was very loud in there and we were sort of like, you know, he he was like, I love your shoes and it was more like just flirty banter and blah blah blah. Well then he obviously had like a metrosexual name. If he complimented you on your shoes, clearly his name was probably like (laughs) Brian Austin Madison. (laughs) No. No? You didn't get one of those? I didn't get one of those, no. All right. So, anyway, I don't know. Um, mm. Why? I have hot shoes. I'm sure you have really great shoes. <laughs> no. I'm just saying that, like, <laughs> just kidding. my go-to is not you have great shoes. Like, I, I love know. your I love your shoes. Your <laughs> shoes are really great. I don't know. But you're, I mean, you like different types of dudes than me, too, though, so. It's true. I do like different types of dudes there's, than you. Yeah, so there's that. <laughs> so. Throw on a pair of skinny jeans and a turtleneck and Suzanne is all up in your grill. That is not true. I'm, I'm not like skinny jeans I mean, and turtleneck. It might be a nice turtleneck. The, I don't know. No, I, didn't, I don't think I've ever dated a guy in skinny Oh, well, no. Wait a minute. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> and there we go. And we're back. Oh, my goodness. And we're back. And I believe that our special guest, Natasha, is oh, here. Oh, so we have a guest. We should probably, well. Oh, we should, yes. We let's should. bring her in and then we'll. And we'll bring her in. And also, just to let you know, if you guys are listening, our love lines are open. Please give us a call. Three, yep. two. Three eight seven zero three nine six five. If you have any commentary on the disaster of which we just spoke, or if you'd like to uh, talk with Natasha McRae, the founder of the Love CEO Institute, uh, I'm sure there there are going to be many questions for her. So, Natasha, are you there? Yes, I am, and I am loving your conversation. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Thanks for joining us. Uh, my co-host Ryan is with us. Hi, Natasha. Hi, Ryan. So how are you doing tonight? I'm doing fabulous. I'm doing fabulous. I was listening to your collecting business card adventures. 
I, I was uh, right there with Ryan. I was like, she collected seven business cards. She is on a roll. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I thought, too. Well, not in one night. It was over time. And I need to obviously um, up my up my game a little. I've been out of practice. So that's why I'm so glad you're here. So, yes. <laughs> will you take a moment and, take the, and tell the audience a bit about what you do and the Love CEO Institute and how you started how you started doing all this amazing stuff? Oh, yes, most definitely. So Love CEO Institute came from my experience. I was married and divorced twice. I'm now married for the third time and final. Let's <laughs> And <laughs> there, I learned so much. I started. I had to ask the question is why was I repeating history and I didn't want to be Elizabeth Taylor with eight husbands, so I went to counseling. And with going to counseling, and I was also an actress, I wrote a one-woman show, and the show was about a sneak peek into the mind of a serial dating divorcee on her quest to find a love that really matters, and right. I got a lot of ammunition from going on a dating challenge. That's why I was so excited, uh, Suzanne, when I looked at a fantasy dating, and I'm a fan of fantasy football, but um, I got a lot of content from and learning experience from going on so many dates. And I went on 36 dates in about six weeks because my son was out of town visiting my parents. So I said I had to get it in. And, I, yeah, I, I went to counseling. I did these dates. I accumulated a lot of information. And when I started touring my show all over the United States, I found that there was a need for information. So after my show, I would do a Q&A, and women would ask so much so much, uh, so many questions, and it turned into somewhat of a group therapy session. There were really in-depth questions. So what I did is I looked at all the things that I, I did to come out of always choosing the wrong guy, or um, feeling like I just couldn't meet uh, Mr. Right for myself, and I put all of that together. And I came up with Love CEO Institute, and I wanted to create a platform because I believe women are the decision makers. That's why I love what you're talking about, Bumble, right now. Uh, women are the decision makers. Uh, they make they make all of the choices. They have the control. We basically we can have exactly what we want, and I think society has confused us where we don't think so. It's kind of like X-Men who have that special special power, and society makes them think that they're defective. And once they get that coach who brings that out of them, then they can tap into that love power. So that's how I came up with Love CEO Institute, just to help women tap into that love power, help them own relationships, think about it from more of a CEO perspective versus an employee perspective. I love that. I love the metaphor. I love how you got there. I love that so many people wanted so much information. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I totally get it because you know, I, it's it's amazing how um, people can feel so incredibly lost around around dating and and what to do and what yeah. not to do. But I have to get back to your thirty six dates in six weeks. How did you go on thirty six dates in six weeks? That's six days a week, girl. You were busy. It, I was tired. I remember calling a friend, and I was just like, do I have to go on another date? I don't want to go. It was – I, you know, I did a lot of soul searching, and this was after counseling because a lot of times we're closed off. So I found that I just decided to open up. I opened myself. It was kind of like the cab in New York. You're either off-duty or you're on-duty. And I just prior to that, I had gone three years without even anyone hooting and hollering at a gas station. So I had my, you know, off-duty sign on. So when I decided I was going to do this, I put that on-duty sign on, meaning I accepted 
who I was wholly, where I was, and I began to see my surroundings. I began to see the people around me. And I also made it a point to be a giver rather than a taker, rather than seeking who can do this for me. Is this the right guy? I I began to walk around with the mindset that I'm going to attract people to me because my objective was dating. It wasn't necessarily um to find my husband at that time. I wanted to learn how to go on a date. I wanted to learn how to be comfortable when I did hang out with Mr. Wright. Because if you don't go on dates, you get with Mr. Wright and you start get tongue-tied, you don't know how to dress, you lose your mind, you're just, you know, not in the right frame of mind. You do. No, it's so true. You don't know how to look him in the eye. When you look the guy riffraff in the eye, and you can have an amazing 10-minute conversation with him while you're out, but if you see that hot amazing guy that you just size up and think, yeah, I would like to get with him. You just turn into this clam, and you don't talk to them. You don't put your charm on. And I wanted to be able to do that, so it was basically giving myself practice. Yes, and I totally agree. Dating takes practice. It's like anything. If you want to practice learning an instrument instrument or a new language or whatever, you have to practice, practice, practice. It's the same thing. I love the example you just gave. That's amazing. I just had to be comfortable in my own skin, really. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's fantastic. So what is, I'm wondering how you actually um, how you actually found 36 people to date. Like, how did you meet the people that you went on on these dates with? Okay, so I, I said yes to every event that anyone asked me to go to. So... Genius. If I, if, I'm sorry... <laughs> It's genius. You have to. Yeah, I said yes. And you have to come from the place of yes. You can't, you can't, you can't, I mean, yes, we all want to lie on the couch and cuddle under a blanket and watch SVU reruns. But, you know, we can't. (laughs) That's not true. It's a bold-faced lie. I have no interest in that. (laughs) Okay. But you have to. Or I do, but um, but you know, but but we have to go out. We have to come from a place of yes. We have to go out. So I love that. Good. Yeah, that's I, a great. I tip. said yes. That was the first thing. But then also, I began to see my surroundings, and I say this because we can run into a store and grab what we need and run out, and we didn't even look at anyone. And in this world, and especially in Los Angeles, that interaction can be priceless. It's amazing to see someone's reaction when you look them in their eye. And I do something I call a geisha girl gaze, where you you look, you smile for a matter of seconds, and you look away. And, And that just lures them in. And usually eight out of ten times someone says something and probably... 40% 40% of the time they're going to ask you out or ask for your number. Fantastic. So really, it's just dropping a hint. I love it. Amazing. Yeah, it's dropping a big hint. It's dropping a yeah. big hint. Because mm-hmm. five seconds is a long time to look someone dead in their face, in their yeah. eyes, and smile. I call it giving them love. You just smile. And even if it's someone you practice on people you may not be interested in, but then you might have people asking you out that you're not interested in. And you have to learn how to say no and say it in such an amazing way they don't realize you told them no. Um, But you really have to get into that place where you see other people, but it's also saying, I am here. When you look someone in the eyes, you're saying, I am here. Yes. 
I love it. So I encourage that. I I I just encourage that. Fantastic. So, <laughs> I was listening to you getting back on the uh, dating, I guess, scene. How are you? Yeah. How's that that going? Was was this weekend your first time back? Well, yeah. yeah so that's so that's one of the things that we kind of wanted to talk to you a little bit about because <laughs> Suzanne's jumping back in the game and. You know, I mean, since you are the, the founder of the Love CEO Institute, we wanted to find out <laughs> if you had any uh, sort of tips or tricks or things that Suzanne might be able to employ on her. Uh, well, first of all, Suzanne's going on a speed dating event tonight, which I, I think is yeah, after the show. Going to do some speed dating tonight after the show. Nice. Uh, but Suzanne's, Suzanne's also a, a bumbler now. A bum, you're bumbling. Yes. Yeah, she's bumbling. She's bumbling, baby. I'm bumbling. <laughs> yeah. So a little, so a little curious. Uh, what, what, what sorts of things you might uh, advise somebody who's jumping back into the game about? Yeah, I would give you three tips. Um, I would definitely tell you to set your intention, um, let go of your past, and tap into your your love goddess. And setting intentions, I heard you talking about talking to the guy in Minnesota, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And Ryan said, go ahead and talk to him. And I would say you have to put a, a limit on how long you're going to talk to him because there's there's only so much time in a day. I and agree. And if you're talking to him, that means you're not talking to Mr. Nice Guy around the corner from you. Um, I, 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 I was thinking about that because honestly, you know, I mean, obviously I work, you know, and then and that there's, I mean, I have a lot going on and stuff, and it's like, I mean, really, I talk to three people on the phone. I talk to Lauren, Ryan's wife, I talk to my mother, and I talk to my friend Helen, and that's about all the people. That's about all the time I have to talk on the phone with anybody, and so, yeah. and so, yeah. I was thinking, you know, how will I even make time for this? And then I'm thinking, well, what am I making room for? But that's- then I don't. Want to not give it a chance? Look, I'm not, and and let's just let, let me backpedal for just a second. And first of all, oh, don't, say, don't be swayed by our opinions. Stick to your gun. No, <laughs> I am firmly in the anti-long distance relationship camp. Mm, me too. Mm-hmm. Firmly in that camp. I've done it twice. It hasn't worked for me. I I, oh. I had one. That if you could call it a long distance relationship, I guess it was. I don't know, it was like a six monthy ish thing, whatever, and it was it basically ended up being like she lived in Chicago, I lived in LA, she came out How to LA to visit and was like, Oh, LA's all right. I went to Chicago in the winter. She was like, I don't really want to move to LA and I went to Chicago in the winter and I was like, F this, that's not gonna yeah, happen. No, no, no. And so then that was that. Yeah. But like no, I mean I I've never I I very I shouldn't say never. I have very rarely experienced people that have been able to pull off a long distance thing. So let me just backtrack yeah. for a second and say that I am not encouraging the notion of a long distance relationship. What I am encouraging is the idea that the person that you might be able to like vibe with or like make a good connection with or whatever might not be somebody who lives here and could totally be somebody who lives in St. Peter, Minnesota. Right, right, right. I'm or St. Paul yeah. or wherever. <laughs> and maybe that's your guy. 
And it just I agree happens with you that he lives thing. there and you live here, and then maybe you're able to work it out eventually. Natasha agrees. But I, I only agree. Like, let, don't me, shut let me down clarify the conversation what I initially with. just because he lives there. Right. Okay. Have a conversation for a couple of minutes and then figure out if it's going to work. I will. And I'll a couple of minutes yeah, is is the operative I think we're on the same page, word. Natasha. Yeah, a couple of minutes operative word, but I do believe you set your intentions. And if your intention is that you don't want to date long distance, that's something to talk about up front and have a okay. very candid, not serious conversation about it. Like, oh, would you ever think about moving here? I don't know if I'd ever want to live to Minnesota. And no. Let, go ahead. Can we take can we take a second and talk about what it means to set your intentions? Obviously, you know, you and I know what that means. But if it's but if you're, you know, a, a not so experienced dater and you're listening to the show, it it might warrant a little clarification. Well, I like to take um, principles that we are used to using. We're used to setting goals, what college we want to go to. We're used to setting mm-hmm. goals, um, what job we want to have or where we want to live or making New Year's resolutions or, um, you know, vision boards. And I think we are never taught to do that with relationships. And right. if you want to have a relationship that you desire, if you're having trouble, because some people just stumble upon it, just like some people don't set goals and they end up being very successful. That's very rare. So, But if you are having trouble and you want a relationship, understand exactly what you want. Because then if you don't, you're going to have such overwhelm. So setting intentions would mean spending some time with yourself, knowing what you like, what you don't like, what would be a, a good, a mature way of looking at it would be what would be a good match for you. Like mm-hmm. I'm very um, outgoing and bubbly and can be, um, I would, I'm just going to say firm sometimes. And my husband, he is mild. He He's definitely our our peacemaker. He keeps me in check, and he knows how to handle me, but he I don't compete. Our personalities don't compete with each other. They complement each other. So knowing yourself and then stating, saying it, writing it down, exactly what type of person that you want, whether I have a friend who wants to have kids, so she had to eliminate um, a lot of nice guys who absolutely did not want children. It would have been a waste right. of her time to spend time with them. Right. We're not in the we we're not in the job of convincing someone or changing people's minds or changing people. Period. We accept them for who they are and what they want, but you also have wants and desires as well. So, making that plain to yourself because a lot of people don't even know. Absolutely. And so to that point, your intentions while you're on a dating journey may change because you're going to learn what you do and don't want and what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And so you may be revising them along the way. Just like Um, any other goal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Okay. So back to the three tips you gave me. So (laughs) set your intentions, (laughs) let go of the past, and tap into my love goddess. Yeah, I want to know how to tap into my love I want to know a little bit more about tapping into your love goddess, to be honest with you. Me too. Usually we do everything because we're looking for love. That's, you know, and we our actions, though, are either out of fear or out of love. True. And so I, I encourage people who are back, getting back out there or just in relationships to begin to 
to analyze their motives for doing certain things and to make a shift from fear to love. And sometimes when you make that shift, you have to look at what's not so cute. It might be ugly because you hold that mirror up in front of you and you're like, ooh, I've been doing this because I'm afraid of being alone versus you like giving to people or spending time with people. So tapping into your love goddess is really honoring yourself, Mm. knowing exactly what it is that, that you want, making sure that you are full before you go seeking a relationship to fill in those gaps. I love that. And I love making the shift from fear to love. Um, On the show each week we give uh, the audience a dare. And so I think that's a, I mean, I think that's a big dare, but but it's a good dare to to figure out how to make the shift from fear to love. Because I I do agree with you, you know, as humans, we either act out of fear or love, we move towards pleasure or we move away from pain. That's Mm -hmm. how we, that's just what we do. So um, I I think that, um, I'd love that. I'd love that. Yeah. It's like, it's like it's, a super deer. It's like a deer in a year. Here's a, I wouldn't call a shortcut, but a cheat sheet when you're making that shift is to start with self-love and yeah. in the sense of adding more. Because if if love occupies a space, fear cannot. So if you're starting with self-love and you're adding mm. more love into your life, like just honoring yourself, honoring your dreams, taking care of you, removing the things that don't make you happy, adding more things that do, you know, making sure you're getting enough rest, making sure you're eating the right things. I mean, I could go on and on, but adding more love for you into your world will will start to remove that fear. That's that's the beginning. It's a little deeper, but but that's a that's a good uh cheat sheet. I love it. I'm starting to feel like Super Soul Sunday up in here. It's amazing. Hey. <laughs> hey. I'll take it. Well, and that, I mean, that sort of speaks a little bit as well, Natasha, toward uh, sort of you and what you do on the Love CEO Institute website. Like, you have a number of different sections as far as self-love, and then there's, you know, you have sort of advisory stuff about other things. Like, can you tap in a little bit more to or talk a little bit more about sort of the the website and kind of what you do and the different sort of areas that you uh, have kind of formulated, you know, philosophies yeah. or opinions or all that kind of stuff about too, yeah, so that people can kind of get a, a general or better perspective about sort of who you are and where you're coming from with the, with your with your website and your job. Sure, no problem. So with Love CEO Institute, I really wanted to have a platform that people could come to learn these things or just give um, – women that power that they have already, but just give them that little boost, that wind beneath their wings. So whether that's dating advice um, or a philosophy on relationships or, um, you know, private coaching, because I do take women through um, private coaching if they're interested in getting in a relationship, but they're finding that they're having blocks. Um, We get coaching for anything else. If you want a six-pack, best believe you're going to be in the gym with a coach. So I think um, we can honor relationships, you know, in that way as well. And then I also do uh, group group sessions. And I do group sessions because there's a synergy that happens when you're around other people who want the same thing that you want. 
there was this video that went viral this week about this little boy who was trying to jump over this thing and he couldn't and all his he did it five four times and then his team members got around him and cheered 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 and then he ran again and and he made it over and it was just so uh-huh. yeah it was it moved me it gave everybody who watched it goosebumps and that's the platform that I'm creating with Love CEO Institute, um, doing those group sessions, doing live group events, and I also do uh, speaking, so people can um, invite me to come speak at their events. I really want women to know that, I mean, we women basically run the world, and I'll say that in a sense not with any exclusion from anyone, but I I went to an event once and they laid out a map of the areas of the world that were in poverty, and then they overlaid that map where the areas of the world where uh, women were not honored, and those two maps overlapped. And Uh I think the, the... the areas of the world that are more progressive and they're honoring women or letting women step more into their their strengths are the ones that grow. And so I want women to know that when they when they pass through the the Love CEO tribe that they can get infused with that power, they can share that power. And it's all about love. Like I'm I always encourage people to, you know, don't ever say you don't. I don't like men. Men are dogs. I don't buy that. I don't. That's that's the no talk we do <laughs> in my yeah. world. Yeah, but I don't do that talk in my world because you no, know that's, no, you that's what you want. That's what you desire. You're looking for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's also just a story you're telling yourself. It's just an excuse. That, yeah. I mean, that's why I started fantasy dating to begin with. All my girlfriends kept saying, there are no good guys in L.A., and I'm never going to find oh, anyone. I hear it like, all the time. <laughs> right? Yeah, so when I saw that, I was like, Suzanne needs an honorary Love CEO award. You are taking just control of your your love and your relationships. You're owning it. And you're like, what can I do? Okay, I'm going to try this. What can I do? I'll try that. I think that you're not – an employee stands around the water cooler complaining. The CEO yeah. looks at the problem and finds a solution. That's the bottom line. You look at a I, challenge I, and you find a solution. I like your employee-CEO metaphor. Uh, no, I mean, I mean the, think, I think about the, it. I think the metaphor is totally appropriate. Like, yeah. That makes yeah. complete sense. If you, you have to be able to take charge of it. Like You have to be able to – you know, go out there and be like, yeah, I'm going to be the CEO of me. Yeah. yeah. Right? So and that's right. And it's not even to be um, – I, I I put love and CEO together because it's really to, you know, build that other leader or step stand in the gap for people to actually feel comfortable with loving, you know? Mm. And when they see you doing it and they see you still standing in your power but you're doing it with love, they're just like, it's contagious. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's so much. There's so much. Um, yeah. Sorry, I just got. I just got all caught up in the last thing that you just said about standing in in uh, or or. What did you just say about the love and people standing are, in your are, power and doing it with love? Right, but before that, the people who are who are uncomfortable with loving or afraid of loving or Oh yeah, so you can stand in the gap for them and it it's it's similar to the Marianne Williamson's giving people permission to step in their, their greatness. You know, yeah. so when you stand in love, you give per- people permission to open up a little more or oh, 
Yeah, when you stand in that versus standing in fear and offense and hurt, you know, it's uncomfortable and people shy away. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, are there any other tips that you have for people who uh, are shying away from dating? So uh, let's say, you know, all the scenarios that we just discussed about the people who come up with these ridiculous stories they're telling themselves about, I'm never going to meet anyone, and there are no good guys in L.A., and, you know, all men are dogs and everything we just said. Um, You know, uh, uh, where do you you start with someone who just – so let's say that you and I are talking at Starbucks in line (laughs) – you know, and I come up with that. Well, all men are dogs. I Unless that you have you, time and you have the inclination because you actually, for some reason, see something in me and you and you want to get to me. You know, <laughs> I would um, ask you. I would ask you, what do you want? That's what mm, I would start with. That's great. And a lot of times, people don't want to say what they want because they're afraid they're not going to get it. But of I would. Just, I would tell them just back up. Let's just ask. Let, let's find out. What is it that you want? Yeah. And the reason I would start there is because then I would point out that stinking thinking ain't going to get you what you want. (laughs) I'm sorry. I like that. I like the stinking thinking. That's actually a (laughs) T-shirt. Exactly. (laughs) So that's good. That is. They used to say that in Mary Kay. Mary Kay. I did Mary Kay for years, and and they used to talk about no more stinking thinking. So, (laughs) but no, it would – I would really get her to start to to dive back into her dream, to dive into that thing that she secretly wants because a lot of women don't even want to say they want it because then someone's telling them, "Well, what about your career?" And it's not about it's not about the man, it's about this. And it's like so people are kind of afraid to say, "Hey, I'm looking for this." If you were looking for a job, best believe you would post that stuff all over the place. People would know, I know. that you were looking for a job. So there's no reason Sure. To not tell people that, hey, yeah, I'm open for a relationship. If you know any good candidates, send them my way. Wink, wink. You know. Absolutely. That's that's actually one of the. So you know, one of the things I'm always recommending is that people ask for dating referrals because obviously, yeah. if you have cool friends, your cool friends have cool friends. Yeah. So. Like on Saturday night, I went to a party and I saw some friends I hadn't seen in a while, and I said, and I I asked. You know, do you know any awesome guys who are who are who are open to dating and you know love good food, love good music, want to go out and and explore LA, like to travel, and are just open people in general? And and the answer was, well, yeah, I, I know one guy, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, do you think you'd be open to just meeting me for a cup of coffee or a drink? Yeah, and it's like. You know, and so, and then, and then my friend got all like squirmish, like, well, I don't know. I mean, what if it doesn't work out? Or, oh my, you know, I don't know. Or what if, whatever. And I'm thinking, I get it. But at the same time, it's like, you just said, this is something I want. So I'm going to ask. I would ask him if he knows anybody who needs a writer. You know, I'm a writer too. So, yeah. Why would I not ask him about that? Yeah, I get, I mean, I get that. I think that, I think that your friends should be really good sources of referrals for you. And then at the same time, I understand your friends' hesitance to refer just because they're like, wait a minute, that puts us in a whole different, like, responsibility. Yeah. Now, now our, now our two, like, circles of trust are meeting each other. And I'm not entirely sure how it's going to go. What happens if I say, like, oh, yeah, my friend, 
Bob is really awesome. And then you meet Bob and you're like, Bob sucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bob might not be what you're thinking, but then we have to also think that's only one avenue. There should be, just like people want to have multiple streams of income, there should be multiple streams of dating you gotta candidates. you got to diversify your portfolio. you got to diversify that portfolio, Ryan, for real. Right. <laughs> that's exactly you do. What so there's yeah. the bubble. I'm going speed dating tonight. I asked for referrals on Saturday. I mean, you know, like I'm using multiple streams purposely. I think and this is great. I think this is I'm great. And I... Thank you. I would I'm encourage so you before I'm so you even. I'm excited about it too. I have to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, no, I get excited when I hear a woman doing this. I'm like, I just get, I get so excited. And I would encourage you, like, before you even go in there, like, stopping for a minute and setting your intention, because your intention could just be to go on a whole bunch of dates to get whoever out of your system from before, or it could be, hey, I really want a serious relationship. But right before you go in there, I would set that because. You also want to make sure the energy that you are letting off is not going to attract the wrong kind of guy again. Because that's right. something that I hear women, I always attract the same kind of guy, the same kind of guy. And I think our emotions are vibrations and they're magnets. And that goes back to like number one is the setting the intention. So before you go in there, set that intention so you can make sure you're not going to attract the same kind of guy who actually is just visiting and lives in uh, Minnesota. It's okay. You can say it. <laughs> on, a, on a pig farm. You can say Minnesota. Right. It's fine. Oh he might not be a pig farmer. This poor guy is probably it's listening totally fine. and he's probably a horrified. He's a 6'4 pig farmer. He might have a <laughs> auto body shop. Oh my God. Stop it. Um, he might. I don't know what people do in Minnesota. Um, what, they got, whatever. Maybe he has, Minnesota? Maybe he has a. Maybe he has a yeah, it's because it's all we talk over there. Oh my God. Right. It's fine. <laughs> okay. They're all my relatives Minnesota. I can tell you about, don't you know? <laughs> oh, Bye. my goodness. This is, They're all this really is great. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. I think setting an intention is actually a really – see how I brought it back right there? <laughs> yeah, you I brought think, it back. I think You're setting good, an intention Ryan. actually is a really important – I will do that. A really important Betsy. point. Yeah, set right. your I think that uh, I think that Suzanne is – doing, uh, you know, the bumbling and the speed dating and the Twittering and all of those things, both because she uh, has a business that is involved in dating and we have a radio show that has to do with dating. And so that probably is a catalyst to all of that stuff. Of course. So I think, uh, I have to walk the walk. Yeah, you have to walk the walk. But I do think that, you know, there's probably a good... The potential is there that oh, yeah. in putting yourself out into these situations, of course. you have to be able to say, actually, I'm going after it as like an actual thing that I'm doing for me and not just a thing that you're doing for like, you know, the website or the business or the radio mm-hmm. show or agreed. whatever. Oh, right? absolutely agreed. I can, you approach I can it from say a place, right now. Yeah, no, yeah. go ahead. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I agree with you, Ryan. I agree with you wholly. I can say right now, I want to love and be loved. Absolutely. You know, that I mean, I'm, I, I mean, definitely, definitely. Yeah, if you, know, you approach I think that's it from great. a place of, yeah, I'm doing this because I'm, I'm actually interested in the, in the process and the experience and trying to figure out. Oh, and that's super you fun know, too. That whole thing. Yeah, well, I'm just open to all of it. You know, I feel yeah. like. I feel like you know, I, I, it, 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 like, What's like, up, dudes? Like, if Suzanne's I got... just way open. She's way <laughs> open. All of it, God. Like, if I were to go on the date with Bob and it sucked, I'd be like, okay, well, the date with Bob sucked. Next, you know. Yeah. Sure. Now I mean, you know. 
Yeah, now I know. It's an interesting experience. But I mean, if Bob's your friend, what we were talking about earlier with Bob is that that might make it a little awkward for your friend. Well, I'm never going to hold it against my friend. friend. Well, of course you might not, I but mean, you never know. Whatever. I mean, it might make it uncomfortable let's for not, him. Let's not make this about but, Bob. Yeah, right. but open what communication. About but open communication can <laughs> save you. <laughs> you know, just being real and honest, and I know I probably use love like way more than anybody else does, but being real, honest, and with love, somebody will take no from you so gently when you give it to them that way, um, opposed to the avoiding or just didn't work out, oh, I can't answer the phone. And I think that there's a lot of internal work that has to happen even oh, yeah. when you are going on these multiple dates. It's like you want to maximize what you're, you know, you're getting out there for. You want to definitely oh, yeah. maximize that and what you're going to attract. Um I'm doing a, like, I have this free course coming up. It's like this webinar, and it talks about how to stop attracting the same kind of guy. And I think that doing that type of internal work while you're doing the process of going on dates with multiple people can definitely put you in a place to, it'll add more value to that experience. That's amazing. How can our listeners sign up for that webinar? Um, They can go to theloveceo.com theloveceo.com and they can uh, just sign up there and share it with their friends because birds of a feather flock together and you don't want your girlfriend over there drawing in the wrong guys and you you trying to draw in the right ones. It just won't work. <laughs> I, I absolutely agree. So, so okay, on that note, let's follow that, that line of thinking. What um So what can people look forward to from you? And what, how can people find you? What What awesome things are you up to? Obviously, you have the webinar coming up. Yes, I'm so excited. So um, I'm on Twitter uh, and Instagram as Natasha McRae and um, on Facebook, Love CEO Institute. And then they can also visit the Love CEO Institute website. Um, but theloveceo.com is where they can go to sign up for the webinar for the How to Stop dating the same kind of guy or attracting the same kind of guy. And then in April, I'm actually having a course an e-course that is the love attraction system, and it's how to attract the perfect mate in eight weeks. So that I will be doing in April. So if they're on the webinar, they'll get they can get that information via email as well. Amazing. So they would visit the yeah the loveceo.com is where they can go for the the call. Fantastic, and those links are also on. So wherever you're listening to this. Uh, from if you're on Blog Talk Radio or if you're on FantasyDatingGame.com or if you're on iTunes, all these links are uh, in the blurb for the show. So, um, so either write it down now or click through. Uh, but yeah, go check out Natasha and everything she has to offer. Um, we should wrap it up. But are there a, what else? Is there something else? Have we left anything out? <laughs> I don't think we left anything out, but I just love what you're doing because I'm a fan of fantasy football. So, and then the whole dating challenge. So to, to combine those two, I'm excited. I can. I'm married now, but if I wasn't, <laughs> I probably would be join the game. <laughs> but I can definitely send my tribe over there. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you. I really, really appreciate it. And uh, and I love that you're in LA. I think that you and I I'm have LA. some lunch or drinks or something in their future. Yes. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. Yeah, man, I got to tell you, Natasha, you've been one of the best guests we've had on the radio. Thanks, like, you really, it, yeah, it's been awesome. So, thank you so much for uh, for coming so on much. with us. And 
Yeah, it, uh, everybody go check out the uh, loveceoinstitute.com, yes. right? Yes, and you guys own that love power, ladies. Yes, awesome. <laughs> we will. Well, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Uh, okay, bye-bye. She's awesome. Dude, she was rad. She was rad. That was really, really good. She she was, yeah. She, she didn't even get... She didn't even get tripped up on the pig farming. Oh my God, what the hell's wrong with us? <laughs> well, it turns out so my, you know what? So my mom is one of our regular listeners. Oh great, don't tell me. They're, they're, your relatives are actually in Saint Joseph. Well, they're in Saint Peter. They're in Saint, they're in Saint Peter. <laughs> they're in Saint Peter. Okay. And they have a pig farm and mm-hmm. also, you know, corn. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that there maybe are a couple of other. Uh, industries that are popping up in St. Peter right now, oh, including hop farming oh. for beer. Oh, oh, hop farming, which is really this you know, be a destination for you. Hops, yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, I'm a beer guy, so I like hops. Yeah, and also a uh, little known fact, but hops are a cousin of uh, marijuana, and so apparently uh, the weed farming is uh, is maybe a viable thing in St. Peter. Who knew? Beer and weed in St. Peter. Beer and weed in St. Peter. Wow. Do you think the guy is like a... They're all named... All of the cities are named after saints. I don't understand why all the... They're like, yeah, we have beer, weed, pigs. Uh, I don't know what else they've got going on over there. Porn. There There's must strippers. be porn Yeah, there. there's just strippers. There's strippers in St. Paul. Strippers in St. Peter. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. I don't know. I don't uh, know. Anyway, well, yeah. I don't yeah. know either. So my mom was just like, yeah. Hi, Chris. There's a lot of farming. <laughs> a lot of farming going on over there. That's awesome. It's not just pigs and corn, kids. <laughs> well, I really Wow, we had a lot of Minnesota talk today. We did. We did. Can you More, do the accent again? Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got We got pigs and corn. Oh my god! And we're gonna go uh, have some dinner. Oh my god! Some supper over there, don't you know? I don't know. That's not really that even even. She's that a lovely, actually. lovely guy from Bumble. If you are listening from Minnesota, you are lovely. <laughs> and he's I wish not, you were in LA. He's not listening. And no, he knows I'm doing. He actually Google. Oh, that was interesting too, because he was like, "You got Googled." Well, so he said. So all it says is Suzanne, Los Angeles, right? Yeah. Oh, and then and then it says where you went to, went to school. So it says Suzanne, Emerson College, Los Angeles. So he then in like one of the third or fourth messages said, "Do you ever get back to Jersey to visit family?" And I was like, "What the what?" And he was like, uh, and and he's like, I googled Suzanne writer Emerson College, and I was like, oh my god! So, <laughs> and he found out that you were from Jersey. Yeah, well, yeah, because my author bio has me in Jersey or from mm-hmm. Jersey, and so I was, uh, I was like, oh my god, you can find people like this. So, uh, so anyway, he's, and then I told him that I do a radio show about dating, so I'm sure he's aware of what it is. All right, so he might be listening. So anyway, so if you're listening, I want you to know you're lovely. And and if you were in L.A., we already would have met up. But, my mom you know. thinks you're great, too, so there's that. Oh, my God. My okay. mom's like, yeah, give that Minnesota guy a chance. He's really great, <laughs> don't you know? This should, be the, this should be the moment that we sign off. Okay, uh, so yeah. I guess we'll sign off soon because I have to go speed dating. You do have to go speed dating, and I have to go pick up my kid from baseball practice. It's going to be perfect. Which is also awesome. Also awesome. 
Uh, did we miss anything? I don't know. I don't think we did. I think we, you know what? We killed it tonight. We did. We definitely rad, killed it. It was a pretty rad comeback show. <laughs> it was a pretty good comeback. I feel really great about where we're at right now. I do too. I do too. And next week we'll discuss my speed dating adventures. And hopefully... I cannot wait. We're... I hope that you take really awesome notes. Will you actually... Is there any way that you can just video record everything that's happening? I don't think I can. Maybe I could pay one of the bartenders to like... Is there a way that you could at least audio record it? Like surreptitiously, so people don't know that you're recording that them. That would be so crappy. It me. would be, but oh it would be amazing for what we're doing right now. I don't care about those guys. I know you don't yeah, care. Yeah, I but, don't. But I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be the jerky, oh, man. jerky. I, I hope you meet. Girl. I hope you meet the love of your life tonight at speed dating. <laughs> I really do. You would not just not, from, not just not from like a. I did. Before. No, I really did. I think it would be an amazing story if we were like, if six weeks from now we were like. Hey, so you going out with weird speed dating guy again? And you'd be like, yes, I am going out with him again. And please stop calling him weird speed dating guy. Because that's not nice. Because his name is Tim. And he's successful. And this would be like after after you and Lauren and weird speed dating guy and I have had dinner like four times. Yeah. And you're still calling him weird yeah. speed dating guy. Not to his face. No, this is terrible. Not to his face. Oh my god. Call him Tim. I'll call him Tim to his face. Uh, I was messaging with all the Jersey girls before this, and they were like, "You have to take video while you're at speed dating." I'm like, "Oh my god, I can't do that." It's just, I mean, it's hilarious. It'll be great. Anyway, and then we're gonna get a speed dating expert to come on and uh, talk to us. I have a couple people hopefully lined up, but I'm <laughs> I'm not really sure yet. So if you happen to be a speed dating expert and you're listening, <laughs> we're gonna find one. I'm gonna find one. Right to help week. at fantasydatinggame.com. You know what? If you thought this week's show was great, wait till next week. <laughs> That's what we have going on. Oh God! All right, thanks for tuning in. We love you. Uh, hey, we're back, Internet. Watch out. <laughs> Good night. Thank you.